Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this month's edition of the Retirement Pilot Podcast with Steve Hoover and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And since we are smack dab in the middle of the NFL playoffs, I thought we'd do a little fumbling the retirement in the financial red zone. Let's not fumble in the financial red zone. So we're going to talk about that. A little football analogy to go with some financial analogies here on the podcast this week. Steve, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Um, I'm surviving after last Sunday's uh, <laughs> right. That was a little stressful for me. Great games, though. We were, you and I were just talking before we got started, and we thought this was a, a fun topic to talk about. Uh, the divisional round, boy, just some exciting games all the way across. I could, I they were, but for my sake, I, <laughs> I do like blowouts like we had the week before against Pittsburgh. Right. So, but anyway, well, the fans, yes, the fan would love to see their team, you know, win a little, a little more handedly. But as a just a general fan watching, boy, they were just some exciting games all the way across the board. So, oh, there were some good stuff. Well, let's let's do this little analogy here, Steve. And I also want to talk about you got a new book as well. So you've got your book finished. So looking forward to getting into that here in just a second. But I thought for the purposes of of today's chat, we kind of talk about you know the red zone, the financial red zone, if you will. I think it was Prudential that coined that a number of years ago. But, you know, the football red zone, a lot of us, you know, if, if you're a casual fan or whatnot, you probably know what that is. Either way, it's the 20-yard line into the end zone to score. What's the financial red zone, uh, Steve? Typically, it's between five to 10 years before retirement is what they call the the red zone in in retirement. Okay. And I hear some advisors say they like to also consider it a few years after as well, because it's not just getting to it, but it's also make you know, once you get into that transition and you go into retirement, you also want to kind of keep things, you know, so I've heard people say anywhere from 10 years before to maybe 10 years before, five years after that kind of thing. I would agree with that. It's kind of to and through retirement, because once you do get retired and you're now living off of what you saved and your social security, maybe a pension. Mm -hmm. It's a totally different world than when you're saving because um, you're still working, you've got cash flow coming in, but now you're having to turn what you saved into cash flow income. Yeah. And it's a totally different ballgame. And you're going to be busy those first couple of years, hopefully, right, in retirement. So you're going to be doing some things. And so you want to make sure that you're you know, kind of monitoring. And a good financial plan is going to monitor that all through retirement anyway. But it's those initial years that are a little bit more uh, impactful, I suppose. So think about it from this, from this football standpoint, this football analogy. Um, when you get into the 20-yard line, Steve, like the, the, the game against the, with the Bills and the Chiefs that you were just talking about, there was a lot of scoring outside of the 20-yard line, like a lot of deep passes, a lot of fast hits. But typically, when a team gets into the red zone, it can, becomes tougher to score. Everything tightens up. You don't have as much room to maneuver. Same kind of thing financially. When you get right before retirement, things get a little tighter. You're a little bit more cautious, or at least should be. It's exactly right. And right now with the way the markets are going, they're very volatile right now with a lot of different things being thrown at it from the Fed uh, to Russia and Ukraine Mm, to inflation. All those things are putting pressure on you. But one of the things, and, and this is, you know, football is, is, I love football. So football is, is very much a, a great analogy because the team, if, if you ever notice a coach, most coaches, especially Andy Reid of the Chiefs, if you look at his play sheet, 
and and it, that's what he's looking at. And you're going to see there are color parts, and it'll say basically, you know, twenty yards and in. Right, right. Uh, right. Then it'll have all the different plays, and they plan all those plays based upon the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, first down, second and long, second and short, third and short, third and long, fourth and short, what have you. Right. It's a plan because they they want to make sure they can make adjustments on on the um, on the move to whatever the other team's doing to them. Right. Right. And, and it's the same way with with you know retirement in that red zone. You know, we can't control anything that's going on right now. We can't control interest rates, inflation, what Russia is going to do and you can't. We can't control what the Fed's going to do. But what we can do is, as I always say, we can we can set our sail to take advantage of whatever happens. And then when that stuff happens, we can make adjustments if we have a plan. And that's all you have to make sure you have is in your, your retirement in that time frame, in that red zone, is a plan because things are going to come up. I mean, I don't even care if you have a great plan. Something's going to come up to screw up that plan. You better have a way of getting and and adjusting your your current plan to something else. Mm-hmm, right. But if you don't have a plan, you're you're just kind of willy nilly. You really just don't know what to do. And that's what a good coach will do. Will say, okay, here we are. This is what we're going to do. Our quarterback Patrick Mahomes is a master at this at such a young age. It's unbelievable. But he gets up to the line of scrimmage and his plan, which is his play, comes in. He looks at it and says, ah, that ain't going to work. We're going to adjust based on what's going on with the defense. And that's the same way with a retirement coach like myself. So we look, we get you set up. But you know, things happen. That, you know, right, exactly. Fun. You know, so you got to be able to adjust. And yeah, you got to have that plan to adjust because often when we get to the financial red zone, we no longer have the time really to kind of recover from mistakes. Uh, if we think about some of the games we saw past, this past weekend, uh, the Rams were doing really well against the Buccaneers most of the day, and they kept turning the ball over and costing themselves. They did it a couple of times actually in the red zone, right? And so it takes away the momentum. It takes away some things and you typically don't have time to recover. And they almost didn't. It went right down to the wire for them to win. So from a financial standpoint, you know, you don't have a lot of time necessarily if you're if you're 60 and you make a big mistake in the market or we have a huge downturn, you don't have, you know, that time to get things back as if you were 50 and had a downturn. That's exactly right. And that's why having the right plan in place really will give you some security because you know, okay, you know, the markets go up and down. I mean, we've, we've been very fortunate last 10, 12 years that really the markets have just kind of, we've had our blips, right? Um, but we've never had a quote market where it's been down. We were at 12 years, basically, yeah, right? Pretty, 15, pretty crazy. Yeah. 10, 15%, you know, take out March of 2020 when the COVID-19 really started. Uh, and the markets went nuts and went down, but they recovered and came back and just continue on. Right. So downturns in the market are are normal. They're expected. It, it happens all the time. But we can mitigate some of that if we have a plan and know that it's going to happen. But yet we want to have that plan to maybe make a few adjustments. Nothing major, but we want to be able to make some adjustments. Call an audible if you want to use a football term. Right, yeah. yeah. And typically it's too much risk, right? So we're getting – and this market does make it easy to want to kind of squeak some more out, right? You kind of go, oh, I, I could get a little bit more, you know? And you want to kind of push. But if you're up 
and you're doing well and you've got a good game plan in place and you're winning the retirement game, so to speak, you know, that's when you want to start, uh, you know, you want to start running the ball, right? You want to kind of keep it on the ground and run the clock out instead of taking, you know, these risky passes. And that's the same kind of thing thinking about from financially. It's like, okay, if we're in good shape, we got to outpace inflation. So we got to, you know, we got to kind of stay in the game, but we don't have to go crazy. So let's maybe pull some of that risk off the table. Exactly. You know, and, and what I've seen, um, and I get questioned on whether clients, prospective clients, people who attend my pro, my uh, workshops, mm-hmm. everybody's enamored with crypto, Bitcoin. It's very crypto. exciting. Yeah. Where are we going? Hey, you know, it's up. Somebody put $10,000 into Bitcoin and now it's worth, you know, a half a million dollars. Well, if you go and look at right now, crypto is just getting massacred. And because that's a speculative buy. And, and the other part, Mark, here's one thing I always want to make people understand is that if you've done it right, you don't have to make 15, 20% on your money to be successful in retirement. You want to make reasonable rates of return with minimal downside, meaning you don't want to write it up 30, 40%, but then write it down 40 or 50%, right, taking that yeah, wild yeah. volatility. Most people don't need to re- get that type of return. It's very sexy to have to go to a dinner party or something and say, oh, I got, you know, my guys, <laughs> gal has gotten me, you know, I average, you know, 25% a year because they've got me in Bitcoin or hedge funds or private equity or something like that. The vast majority of the people I talk to and work with don't need that kind of return. Well, because the stress is also more than you want to deal with usually. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's, un- it's unreal. And then you, and then what happens is you make, you make bad decisions based off of, of the stress or the emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, watch, going back to the football, watch a team that has no timeouts left trying to do the hurry up with just a few seconds to go. Or they're pushing, and they yeah. they make mm-hmm. bad decisions. Yep, exactly. Right? Uh, there was a game, I think, earlier this year, oh, the Dallas Cowboys game in the playoffs, uh, made a, a, a decision, Dak Prescott decided to make a decision on the last, they have no timeouts, just trying to get down into field goal range, or no, to you know, to where they can make a reasonable pass into the end zone, I should say. Right. And he goes down. And he makes a bad decision. He, you know, he's stressful. They have no timeouts. They got limited time. He runs down the middle of the field, slides, and doesn't do the the basic, which is you got to give the ball to the referee to spot it. Yep. You can't yep. spot it. They have to touch it and spot it. And it cost them two, three seconds, and they lost and that, the game. Yep. Clock runs out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All because they made it an emotional decision is the same way with the markets. If you start making emotional decisions with your money, you, you're going to lose. Yeah, it, It's inevitable. You might get lucky, but most of the time you're going to lose. Yeah. You gotta, you've got to just have that good strategy in place. I mean, you think about these players and the kind of money that they're making and you know, even Brady, even though that he lost this past weekend, I mean, obviously he's the winningest, you know, quarterback. But even all through these years, he goes to his coach, right? He he's seen everything you can possibly throw at him, yet he still goes to you know the coach to talk about some things. So you know, working with a coach, you're gonna hopefully, if you've been paying attention and you're being proactive, you're gonna have some of these things hopefully lined up, Steve. Like you're gonna have uh, some income streams. You're gonna be have these kind of things set. You're gonna be working with you know yourself as a financial coach saying. Okay, let's let's start predicting out what these streams are going to look like through the years. When to turn what on? Uh, when are we reducing the debt at what level? Right? You're going to have all these little things kind of laying out, and that's that strategy. Exactly. And that if you take a coach or somebody like me, it's not my money. Okay, so I don't have the emotional tie to the money. 
but people hire me to give them to, to keep their emotions intact. That okay? sound objective. Yeah. Right. To, to stay on track. And if you listen to any of the football coaches, if you if you watch them and you if you ever watch a football coach, a person made a mistake or it's it's, uh, you know, just a few seconds left in the game. They are calm and they are cool. They are working off their plan. They're keeping their players focused mm-hmm. on the task at yep. hand. That's what a financial coach should do. Like I do is make sure we keep you focused on the task at hand and not let all these these stuff that comes off the news and everything else, you know, sidetrack you into making bad decisions. Yeah, I mean, Andy's a cool customer, right? I mean, he is just one chill, cool customer as the head coach of the uh, of the Chiefs there. So I never see that guy get too high or too low. So, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up here and talk a little bit about your new book, The Four Pillars of Financial Independence. Uh, very cool. Got this done. So tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, the, the book, I just got it uh, done. And the four pillars, when I work with my clients, we always address these four pillars. And the four pillars are estate planning, risk management, tax planning, and wealth management, in that order, by the way. And really, the book goes through and talks about why it's important to make sure you have your estate plan right, You know, making sure you have the proper wills, trust, power of attorneys, all that done uh, and in place, properly funded, properly executed, why it's important. Risk management goes to making sure you've offset any kind of risk that can happen, whether that's a long-term care risk, somebody passing away, and not having enough insurance to cover uh, for the survivor. Mm-hmm. Well, more importantly, which is really becoming an issue, is being sued. If you have a car wreck, you're going to be sued and you're going to be paying more than what your insurance company on your auto policy is going to cover. So you need to mitigate that risk because that could destroy your retirement in a matter of seconds if you, if you have a wreck and hurt someone. Then the other is tax planning. Tax planning is a constant. We've got to be tax planning. Things happen every single year change in the code come up and you want to make sure that you're constantly tax planning. And then finally is wealth management, making sure you put the, the, the tools and strategies into place for managing your money and your income. And if you do all four of those and all four of those are in place, then you don't have to worry about your, your house caving in. You've got four solid pillars keeping your house up. You miss one, you've got a very shaky house and yeah. anything can come in and knock it down. And that's just kind of what the, the book really addresses. And I always tell people, look, this is not rocket science. It's just making sure you set your sale, kind of going back, set your sale. And if you do, you get these four areas covered. You don't have to worry about anything. That's yeah. why it's independence. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you got the fundamentals, right? You got to have those good fundamentals in place. And and that's very cool. I'm glad you got this done. So I tell you what, why don't we, uh, can we make a couple of copies available for folks? Yeah. If five folks send me an email, I'll be happy to uh, put one in the mail to them. Okay. All they need to do. Go to my website, or excuse me, to my email, uh, Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com, and I'll be happy to send them a, a free copy of, of the book. It is out on Amazon, so if you wanted to go out on Amazon, you can get it there. You can put it on Kindle. Just look for the four pillars of financial independence, and uh, if you want to do it that way, or um, but the first five folks who send me an email, I'll send them a free copy. Just make sure you put your mailing address in. Yeah. And I'll send it out to you. Yeah, definitely. Well, reach out to him, folks. Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com. Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com. And that's where you can shoot that email over to. And of course, if you've got some questions, as always, reach out to Steve, 913 685 3207. That's how you can call him and have a conversation or stop by the website, wealthpartnerskc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. The 
retirement pilot, whatever platform you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, so on and so forth, and check out the four pillars of financial independence. Steve, thanks for hanging out with me, and uh, good luck, I guess, in the next round of the playoffs. I hope it's a lot easier this Sunday. <laughs> I, I may not make it. There you go. Well, it should be hopefully some more good games, and we'll be back with another episode of The Retirement Pilot in a couple of weeks, so make sure you tune in for more conversation with the financial coach, Steve Hoover, right here on The Retirement Pilot. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.